Our nation's in a crisis. Ruby Dave will soon be struck down by the Supreme Court. If not, not, not pork. Look, look, abortion sneak up on you. I get it. Uh, I, I, I know how it is. Starts with, with a guy and, and a lady. That's, that's, that's how it starts, man. She's, he's listened to, uh, to her stories and nodding his head and pretends he likes the same music uh, she likes and such. So she says, she says, come back to my place to make love. But he's got no glove, baby. So he, he's, he, he, takes, he takes it out last minute. So I'll, I'll do that. But he, he left it. Left her right where it was. Then a few weeks later, she calls him and says, Hey, I'm the uh, annoying girl from that party that we made love to. My napkin, it doesn't look right. It's, it, 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 it's clean, man. What? He, he says to her in a, in a confused voice. It's not, it's not mine, lady. You got to get a 23 and, and you, man. They find out, okay, it's your, it's your baby. Now what? I don't even like you. Then, then she, she grows to hurt, hurt her feelings. She says, you said you liked the, the movie Drive with, with Ryan Goblings. I thought it was just okay, he replies. It was all third act, man. There's no arc. So then she goes to her doctor and says, hey, you got to get this thing out of me. It's half a guy who doesn't like me. And the doctor says, I can't, man, because of the Taco Supreme. No, not, not Taco. Look, look, it's over. It's all over, man. It's it. It's, it's, it's all over. It's Warning. Over. Some members of this podcast have been known for gratuitous use of the F word. If the F word is something that offends you, fuck it. Let's do this. Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug. Sunday, May 22nd, 2022. <laughs> Greetings to all of you silly single Slavic girls out there. Oh! Uh, for a... Uh, Looking for an American sugar daddy. Slop tarts, I like to call them. Slop tarts. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's time for another edition of Ignore the Rent. And uh, yes, I saw a commercial on YouTube. Let me get into this. This is fucking funny shit. I'm sitting down here doing some YouTube shit. Uh, or, well, actually doing some studio stuff. And I've decided to jump on YouTube. I get on there. There's a commercial. And it is all of these hot little slop tarts. Going from girl to girl to girl. And then all of a sudden, this voice comes in. Are you an American man? Have you ever dreamed about Slavic women? Do you wonder why Slavic women are big actress? Big in media? Do you wonder? (laughs) Slavic women are beautiful. And then... And what was so funny is that when she goes through this whole spiel and she's talking about how they have, <laughs> this is great, how they have family values and all, and all of this shit. They got this chick with huge fake titties just fucking. Uh, just your just, average just your, yeah. Slavic, Eastern, yes. European, yeah, yeah, Ukrainian woman. Uh-huh. And, uh, but they're, Virtuous in every way. So immediately I called Jim. Immediately when I saw this commercial, I called Jim. I said, Jim, you've got to see this. Ring, ring. This. Hello. <laughs> What's up, Doug? And then you pick up and you're like. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I just saw the craziest fucking shit I've ever seen on YouTube. For like, a commercial. And I'm dude, like, this go is ahead. The, this is the shit you're supposed to share in the group chat. This uh, is on YouTube, Doug. On YouTube, that was what blew my mind more than anything. Yeah, was it was a commercial on YouTube pimping out Slavic women 
for American men to marry. In fact, just so people don't think we're making this shit up, you guys want to meet Olga? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. Play, listen to Olga. What's her safe word? Oh, God damn it! Hold on. We got to find the right one. I didn't know she was going to be all fucking foreign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that, was thing. that was another thing that was in the commercial. She said, she said, Slavic women already know how to speak English. Okay, fuck so it. So they're easier to communicate Let's with. Let's meet graceful Oksana looking for husband. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is Oksana. I'm from Nikolaev. I have registered my profile on this site. I'm kind, tender, active, positive. I'm looking for a liable and honest man with kind heart. Huh. I'm fond of sport, traveling, nature, reading. Write to me. I'm waiting <laughs> my special man. See you soon. Bye-bye. What? Hello, bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. See, see you soon, bye-bye. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> she sounds man. she sounds so American already. Okay, so my name is Xana. <laughs> I wanna fuck you. I cook, I clean, and I will scrub your balls with my tongue. <laughs> Please get me out of Ukrainian hellhole. Yes. And I fuck neighbor while you are at work. Of course. And if you say anything about it, I cut your dick off. <laughs> yes. with, with a butter knife. Yes. It is, it is Slavic way. Holy fuck, dude. So this is legit, just straight up YouTube, uh, pimping out Ukrainian hoes. That's exactly what it is. It was shocking. So- it has Russian as well, right? I it's mean, just, just all Slavs. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, but uh, but the top, uh, all the nickel, top, a dime, you know. but all the top recent girls are all Ukrainian, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're all Ukrainian. <laughs> so it just goes to show that not everything about war is bad. Yeah, <laughs> hell, our ex-president bought him a Slavi. Oh, uh, true. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, so I don't know. I mean, maybe there, maybe you, there's something to this. Do so, th- do you think it happened like this? Like Trump was on, hey, let's let's get on the, hey, hey. <laughs> it was, it was uh, uh, hey, 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 John, hey, hey, John Junior, come in here, fire up the inner <laughs> inner machine, the internets. Let's uh, gotta look for a new mommy. <laughs> Melania, I like that. Melania, yeah. <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a country. Melania. <laughs> yeah. A country it, all to herself. Meets he meets an old guy and it's love at first piss. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude. He's scrolling through, he's like, ah, I wouldn't even grab that one by the pussy. <laughs> Keep scrolling. Is that is that not crazy though? I mean, oh yeah, especially while war's going on. I mean, normally there. you got to go and to y- some like questionable websites with a VPN to find uh, desperate bitches yeah. like this. Yeah. But uh, no, just right on your YouTube. And if anybody's curious, just go to Slavic Girl Agency on YouTube. Have a blast. They're all there. Yeah, that's where they are. Yeah, there's a list of them. Yeah, <laughs> and if you're, uh, if you're lonely a- and looking for love, hey, <laughs> yeah. you'll find it right the there. The word agency is a little troubling in there. <laughs> We got bukus of bitches. Come get one. <laughs> and and what was so funny is on the commercial, you know, like I said, they were saying they already speak English. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> but but you remember the one we were watching? They had to do the translation. Oh yeah. And we're like, what the fuck is that? She gave up oh, halfway. She's translating. She gave up halfway through. She was like, I'm out of English. Um, yes. I don't know any more American words. Sorry. And they kind of look like they're held against their will. This they is, do. This looks like it's on the 
bubble of human traffic. Yes, mm. it is. Uh, yeah. And that's me saying it as nice as possible. It, 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 well, you can see when they're doing their little interview things, they're looking at somebody. They keep looking <laughs> over. They keep looking over like, am I doing this right? Am I doing nice. this right? Is this good? Do I get to eat <laughs> dinner tonight? <laughs> <laughs> No, no. Get back in your hole. <laughs> you get the room with the window tomorrow. Yes. If I do well, do I not get holes again? <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah, How's this all around? That was yeah. That was crazy. God, I, we need to like look into that and see who's uh, who's behind Slavic Girl Agency. I'm, I'm scared to have that in my search. Yeah, issue. I know. I am too. <laughs> But I don't understand how this can be a thing that's just out there for, I mean, not only out there, but like actively advertising. Yeah. They, well, they pimp yeah. it as a dating site, <laughs> you know, on yeah. YouTube. But I mean, they're saying literally in the commercial, marry looking me. for American men to marry. <laughs> <laughs> and no, they don't say anything about any other man. They are say these, American men to marry. Are these marriages by the hour? <laughs> i don't think so i no, think they, they're probably pretty not permanent but legit they could, <laughs> maybe, they could be agents of the stasi <laughs> oh, that's Ooh. true that's true <laughs> they could be i could easily see this being the biden administration's attempt on combating the great replacement theory they're like well, what better way? We just totally disrupted, you know, the Ukraine place with a bunch of whites. So let's just bring all their bitches here and start pumping out babies. I could see, I could see it being a Russian Putin fucking spy thing. You know, you think it's a psyop? Yeah, it could be. It very well could be, dude. You remember that? Well, who was the guy that was fucking the Russian chick that was the spy? Uh, no, it was a Chinese. Chick. Yeah, it was Swalwell. Yeah, Swalwell. Mm-hmm. I mean, so and he's no longer in Congress. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I mean, it makes sense, you know. It makes sense because there's a lot of men here that would jump all over them Slavic chicks. Heck yeah! And, if, uh, if they got yeah. one that looks like Tatiana from Ginger, then I'm I'm, I'm down. <laughs> then we'll never see Arona again. No, no never. Yeah. He'll be lost to the. I, I didn't the, even want to tell him the, about the site. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll lose Arona to the red beef curtains. Yes. She'll she'll only have to say to me. Don't worry about mind control. I'll suck your dick. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll control your head. <laughs> yeah. Um, there were some hotties on there. Yeah, of there course. Were, there were well, Ukrainians are hot. You know, well, not all of them. Yeah, yeah, a good, there's a couple right. of them that are like yeah. missing a leg. Sure, yeah, they look like yeah. <laughs> yeah. especially <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> Fucking tiptoe through a minefield. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I could, I'd be okay with missing a leg. Uh, well, you know, it's like. Uh, to each their own, I guess. I mean, quadriplegics can't fight, so it's like, you oh know. My God. She's got teeth, right? Oh, my God. Like she's got a nice I mean, it's set not, of teeth. It's not racist, but, I mean, it's... Uh, Arona's going to be the one that changes the bell from the racist bell to just the fucked up bell. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy shit. Well, I'm glad to see, you know, that I was gone for a week, and apparently the show goes off the rails depressed the week that I'm not here, so... I'm glad to see that it's off to a jovial start. Oh, yeah. No, Doug and I, were, we had a, a solemn, somber episode last episode. It was depressing. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, it, I mean, I was fine. I was fine, too. I was just tired. I wear a little. <laughs> and I'm tired again tonight. tonight. I'm not going to lie. You know, it's been the end of a very fucking long week for me. And I got another one oh, coming yeah. up. An and even uh, longer week. Yeah, even longer week coming up. So, 
I might not be totally up to snuff right now, but it's okay. You're getting a less than chipper version of us, but that's fine. We'll make up for it with uh, sound clips that other people say. Yeah, we'll be okay. Exactly. In fact, before we go on, because we're talking about like, uh, well. <laughs> what are we talking about? Nothing, actually. But we opened the show <laughs> with a Kyle Dunnigan cold open doing Biden, which was fucking fantastic. It was the hardest thing I've ever done on the show was not laugh during that segment and i'd never heard this until he played it and so i'm having to block <laughs> yeah. my mouth from the microphone yeah i'm like cork it dude <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but there was another guy who was actually president who said something i don't know if i would say equally as funny but definitely just as fucked up let's check in with old w russian elections are rigged political <laughs> opponents are imprisoned or otherwise eliminated from participating in the electoral process. The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Whoops! Iraq. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> 75. Uh... <laughs> What's what the fuck? It is so painful to listen to that man talk. Because uh, he even said, like, obviously he meant to say Ukraine. Right. But he's like, but one man having no right to go attack Iraq. Iraq. Uh, oh, shit. I mean, oh, shit. <laughs> and he goes, uh, Ukraine uh, and Iraq, too. He says Iraq, too. Yeah. yeah. He says it in there. He's yeah, like, ah, he I'm fucked up, but what are you going to do? I'm fucking 75. Go fuck yourself. The I'm a goddamn Bush. The saddest part is he still sounds a thousand times more competent than Biden. Well, yeah. He's 10 years younger than him. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> it, it, they still, it is painful to hear him speak. It was painful to hear him speak as president. Yeah. I mean, just like Biden, it is. It's painful. It's fucking painful. You sit and, and you're listening to it and you're like, what the fuck did he just say? You know, I mean, because he was great at, you remember he made up the shit, you know, uh, fool me once he is our kids learning <laughs> yeah no i loved it because <laughs> yeah. i like my presidents to be funny yeah yeah well the only reason why i don't shit on biden well, even I mean, though I don't everything's think he was... going to shit because he's fucking hilarious i know but see trump was funny to be funny bush was funny just trying to fit in i mean he... bush was unintentionally funny yes yeah uh trump was intentionally funny and now we're back to another president Unintentionally Biden being funny. unintentionally hilarious. <laughs> right. Obama was just, I don't know, uh, just fun to mock. Yeah. Well, you know what he sounds like. Come on. You know the guy. But I don't know. That little fucking gaff came across and I was like, man, that's one thing that we do better than anything. Have fucking world leaders or presidents that uh, don't know how to work their tongue. Yeah. Not <laughs> since Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that was just a fun little thing. Thank you, W. Man. M miss me yet. The gifts <laughs> that keep on coming. Jeez. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, Arona. Yo. You've, uh, obviously, you were not able to join us last week. No. Anything, anything going on? Any, anything you want to talk about, bring up, catch us up on? I, I had an apparent crime boss in my car, this, uh last week oh really oh, nice 
A crime boss. At least according to him. I mean, <laughs> oh, self-described. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's no crime I'm the boss. the baddest man. bitch you ever did know. Yeah. I was not able to substantiate any of the information he gave me because I was too afraid to ask more than what his first name was. So I'm taking this guy, Tom. He's 72 tip years old. On the street, tip top. Yeah. <laughs> 72 tip years top, old at four o'clock in the afternoon fall over drunk and uh so i am greeted by this man getting into my car and then a black dude comes walking up to the car and asks me to roll down the window and he Mm -hmm. just goes hey man you take care of this fellow right here you hear me i'm like uh yeah and then he hands me a 20 ah and maybe he is a criminal mastermind And then the dude just, um, you know, as I'm rolling up the window, did he just give you some fucking money? I'm like, "Uh, yeah. That fucking. Oh, my God. (laughs) Holy shit. With the hard R you went. Oh, my God. I didn't go shit. That was that guy. I have to warmly quote this individual. Oh my god, Doug! Do we have some sound effects like birds chirping or babies laughing <laughs> that we can put over there? Yeah. Oh my god! We'll put children playing in the background. <laughs> oh my god! Good lord, Arona! I'm like, <laughs> wow! I'm like, after this guy. <laughs> ah, last time Arona was on, we we're laughing about abortion, and now he's dropping hard R's. <laughs> Holy shit! No. And I'm like, dude, after this guy gives me 20 bucks to take care of your ass, he's still a nigga. Yes, I, 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 re- I resolved it. I don't think you did. I don't think I did either. <laughs> it's not resolved. <laughs> no, no. Oh, don't worry, Arona. Things are going great in this country. No one's going to care. <laughs> <laughs> don't two hard R's make a right? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, <laughs> it, basically, the guy, I guess, is getting offended. That It's like, what, he thinks I can't pay for my shit? Apparently <laughs> not. And so, in the middle of this, he's like, listen, man, you know, I'm part of a crime family out of, I'm an outlaw. He called himself an outlaw. Which I'm like, dude, I don't think that's a thing anymore. That's I don't think anybody's hey, called themselves. He's old school, man. He's old school. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, he said he's part of families in Philadelphia and also Jersey. Cool. So uh, he's a soprano. Uh, so if anybody in the Philly slash Jersey area, uh, this oh. is all alleged. Um, <laughs> everything on this show is made up. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Arona is just working out something that he wrote. He exactly. doesn't even drive a car. I don't know a guy named Tom. Fuck no. <laughs> and I'm sure that he's no one's uncle. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's how you do it around here. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hell yeah. And so, but he tells me, he's like, all I got to do is make one phone call and all those, n- maybe someone else can fill in the word. Yeah. Oh no, you've already done it. <laughs> I mean, we'll just edit the old one back in. Yeah, we'll yeah. put it back in there. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, I'll get all those n- kicked out of there. You can say N-word. You <laughs> I know? mean, why not? <laughs> I mean, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, Let him lie. <laughs> I'm 
down Jesus the rabbit Christ. hole. Might as well keep digging. <laughs> yeah, you're on a you're on a roll, Olorona. You're on a roll. <laughs> and so <laughs> you'll be in China before you know it. And he lets me know that the reason why he's having to get a ride is because his daughter-in-law has called all the bars in the vicinity and told them not to allow him to drink at their establishment. Oh shit! So he's infamous. Wow. Yeah. He's widely known. And so, you know, he's talking this way the entire ride. And this is about a 30-minute ride. You now, know, what part of the city was this Covington. ride picked up in Covington? Oh, yeah, this, this is, is Covington. country then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it he was might even... Be in, he might be in witness protection. Yeah. <laughs> this guy might have actually been legit. Yeah, he might have been legit. <laughs> oh, I think he was legit. I b- dropped him at a pretty much mansion on a gravel road. <laughs> It was a complex. Yeah, we used to call those plantations. <laughs> <laughs> They're called compounds now, Jim. Compounds. I guess so. And so he uses the last five minutes to assure me that he is not racist. Oh, wow. A little slow on the fucking pickup there, punk. <laughs> I think we're going to have to go back and revisit the first inning of this yeah. ball game. Yeah, Rona's going to have to spend five minutes trying to convince our audience that he's not racist. <laughs> I take, mean, if take you have five, to, Rona, take five. If you have Let's to put a quarter in for every curse word, like in a swear jar, what, what do I have to put in? For- you got a broken jar. Oh, yeah. The jar is yeah, the jar's full, Rona. It's full. <laughs> we can retire now. Holy shit. Hey, don't blame me. I, I was driving 14 hours today. I, I don't know what side is up anymore. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. When the meds wear off, I'll realize all I said and, you know. Well. And regret yourself. Oh, yeah. Well, that happens every week. Oh, wow. I mm. wake up the day after the podcast with a shame glaze all over myself. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Shame glaze. I thought glaze. you said you weren't going to do that very <laughs> Shame glaze. Oh, my God. Oh, that speaking, is a, speaking that's of a that. disturbing picture right there. Speaking of that, on the third day, I rose again. Oh, God. Oh, <sighs> gross. Gross. <laughs> All right, next subject. He's comparing himself to Jesus. You know that, right? Yeah. yeah. What is he, what is Jesus. He, he's blaspheming with his... Uh, uh, okay, change with the subject. With <laughs> <laughs> um, Well, some other mildly cancelable, cancelable things uh, I'm sure we'll come up with later. Sure. I, I don't even know how to make a transition right now. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> but know But I definitely don't want to just sit and wallow in this glaze either. Oh, um, that somehow made it worse. Uh, so, uh, what's what's going on, guys? <laughs> so, Doug. So, hey, what happened? Uh, next weekend, you pumped? Yes, I am. Yeah? Yes, everyone is. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to it's it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Are, have we shared the location so that our various fans, if they would like to make no, the No, because it's nope. private. <laughs> it's private. It's a private party. <laughs> oh, okay. But, yeah. uh... But yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. I have invited Stone though, so that's cool. Yeah, so well, I think the announcement portion should be that uh, the Stumblewitch CD is now available. Yes, Mm -hmm. on stumblewitch.com, and that's what happened. Uh, That's where the uh, Slavic commercial came from. Uh, I was down here. I got the CDs on Thursday. It, I don't think I'd say that's where well, no, it came no, from. No, that's where I, where I found it. That's, that's where I discovered that's it. when it became. That's the discovery. <laughs> I'm, I'm going through the discovery. Yeah, just let me finish, would you? I think I threw everybody and, off. Uh, no, anyway, I was down here Friday night, and I was uh, 
putting the CD, uh, converting it to digital form so people could download it on the website. And right now, the only way you can get it is uh, you can get a digital copy or you can get a CD at the website, stumblewitch.com. That's stumblewitch.com. Go there and buy a T-shirt and a CD. You will do it. You will do it. Now, yeah. <laughs> Doug's was, not very good at science. No. That's my subliminal <laughs> shit. Okay. But, uh, but, yeah, so I was down here working on it Friday night, and I took a break, and that's when I went on YouTube and found the, the Slavic sluts looking for husbands. So, yeah, we're the CD's out. We're probably... You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not very hip on streaming. We're not doing Spotify. I think the list right now is Napster, Apple Music, Tidal, and YouTube. Tidal School. That's where we'll be. That's where you'll be able to stream it. Wait a fucking minute. Did you say Napster? Yeah. Yes. That's what I was about to ask, too. Napster, like, that's Napster still a fucking thing. is the highest paying for artist of any any you mean percentage as yeah. far as yeah, they but pay, who the fuck's using it? Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> no, because no, nobody they, knows that they fucking n- exist n- anymore. But you, and you know what else about Napster that that nobody else knows? They're the only ones making money. They're the only platform that's turning a profit. The only one. Well, they need Out to take of Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, all these big platforms. They lose money every year. Napster's making money every year. Well, they so need, go to Napster, people. Well, they need, they need to take that profit yes. and make some fucking commercials because yeah. nobody knows that they even fucking exist. Yeah. So <laughs> check out Napster, man. They're, they're, they've they're they com- completely redone the per- the platform, and it's all artist-driven now. So Weird. if you want to support artists and stream music, do it off of Napster. That's, do they have an app? Yeah, they do. Interesting. Napster does have an app. Do they have an app for supporting Slavic sluts? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, that's called uh, yeah, Snatchster. Yeah. Snatchster. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Fucking okay. That sounds uh, rapier uh, than Snapster. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah, so the CD's out, so go out there and get it. And uh support, you know, bands. Good lord. Do it, will you? Fuck. <laughs> if you don't do it, no one will. All right. Well, this is going to be our last episode for a little while, likely. There's a chance we could still throw one out there, but uh, fuck it, man. Let's cover what what has been going on this past week, which it's a little different. I mean, it's we're in May, mid-May, and normally we wouldn't be talking about college football for like another three months because it's fucking May baseball which we also don't talk about but either way as far as sports college football is like the last thing on anyone's mind but holy shit did uh some very unsuspecting people in college football world decide to just throw hail marys at each other and i loved it i fucking loved it if nobody knows what the fuck i'm talking about the two highest paid coaches in the fucking game, one being Nick Saban and the other being Texas A&M's Jimbo Fisher, decided to throw wild accusations at each other, both of which I will play now. Now, first, I know uh, we have an Alabama fan here and Doug, and uh, so no matter what I say about Saban, I'm not shitting on you, Alabama, 
or the fandom therein, the Roll Tide Nation. Oh, I know how football works, bro. But You're not telling me anything. But Nick Saban started this shit. <laughs> no, sure he did. I don't doubt it. Yeah, that does not surprise anyone. He, uh, he does not like where he thinks the game is going. And he was speaking to, I think, like the Birmingham Football Club or some shit. And uh, I guess maybe he was thinking that he wasn't being recorded, which just shows he's too old to know what fucking era of time he's in you're always being recorded and uh he kind of went off the rails and said this crazy ass shit supposed to be something where people come and make money and you make a decision about where you go to school based on how much money you're going to make you should make a decision based on where you have the best chance to develop as a person as a student and as a player which is what we've always tried to major in and we're going to continue to do that hopefully there's enough people out there that want to do it but I know the consequence is going to be difficult for the people who are spending tons of money to get players. And you've read about them. You know who they are. I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. A&M was first. A&M bought every player on their team, made a deal for name, image, and likeness. All right, we didn't buy one player. All right, but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing Okay, so Saban's talking about the NIL, the name, image, and likeness thing that we've discussed on this podcast for ever since it was going to be a, re- a reality. And he's flat out saying, we were only number two in recruiting because Texas A&M went out and bought every one of their players and we didn't buy a single one. Come on, Nick. Yeah. You're sounding like we had the most perfect recruiting class of all time. It was the most secure recruiting class. There was... Absolutely nothing nefarious whatsoever, but A&M stole it. <laughs> we had the best players. We got all the all the best, and then A&M played, paid for every one of them. We would have been number one if it weren't for those meddling Aggies. <laughs> and so, obviously, Nick's not a fan, um, because this changes the dynamics and takes away, you know, the... It, it makes him have to restructure how he recruits players now. Mm, and I smell some horseshit in there that he has not paid for a player. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every team is paying for their players. Exactly. To some degree. other Some schools more than others, but every school's game in the system. And I don't doubt that A&M fucking paid a shit ton, if not all, of their recruits. I just don't see that being any different than what... Alabama did, Georgia, my team did, yeah. and any other fucking school that's trying to win. Um, so it just seemed odd. Normally, this is what Saban keeps himself very far away from, drama. He doesn't ever make a story about himself. He doesn't ever take the spotlight and come out and name names. Now, he continued to say that Deion Sanders at Jackson State did the same thing, paid a mill for a player. He also went to go throw University of Miami's basketball program under the bus because uh, they're paying $400,000 per player. I'm not saying that any of that isn't true, but this is like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is like not Saban. This is not what Saban would have done in the past. He's, I don't, I you know, he's been in it for so long now that I'm sure there's all kinds of aspects that he fucking just hates. You know, mm-hmm. that he just hates to have to deal with. And he's probably just, it's probably just age getting to him. And he's, you know, because it's just like I've said, I've said this many times, and this is so true. 
the older you get, the less fuck you give. I mean, it it's that is so true. It's I can't tell you how true it is. I mean, you'll you'll find out with age. Well, I mean, I, I I don't give a fuck about things I cared about five years ago. I mean, I yeah. I don't. I don't give a shit. Well, not, I could care less. Not only that, but Saban doesn't just have fuck you money. He's got fuck everyone money. So regardless of what he says, it's just like who cares. I think this is a strategic move. I honestly don't think Saban did this because he didn't think he was being recorded. Uh, you know, the, the way that I built up to that sound clip, I don't even believe the words I said. I think he knew exactly what he was doing. Mm-hmm. I think he's trying to put a spotlight on an issue uh, in college football, especially one that he sees. And he's like, if this if this goes unchecked, then there's going to be teams that have no business getting the talent that they have just because they have money and boosters. That's now, exactly what I think. Yeah, I, yeah. I think and, ex- same and, thing. And the reason why he cares about it, if he could still maintain the number one recruiting class and a national championship on average every three years, I don't think he would give a fuck. Yeah. But he knows that this will take players that would normally be one of his and make them somebody else's. And he doesn't like that. Now, let, let me ask, though, um, with regards to Jimbo Fisher, mm-hmm. uh was his response like an actual dig at Saban? Like, you know, he's responding to it or he's making offhand comments that references. So this, so Nick Saban said this and like I said, like a booster dinner or whatever. And it was unprompted. Obviously it got out immediately. Uh, (laughs) In less than 12 hours, Jimbo Fisher called for a unscheduled, impromptu press conference in may and he shows up in jeans like this was not a planned you can tell that this wasn't planned because there was no notes the the ad of texas a&m didn't tell him there was no canned speech this was jimbo fisher showing up saying fuck this i'm gonna bring this motherfucker down and this is what he had to say or at least a little bit of it it was all in the and the way we do things the ethics in which we do things and these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen. It's ridiculous. But when, when he's not on top and the parody in college football he's been talking about, go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. Jesus, Jimbo, no. God damn calling him out so that so jimbo definitely escalated it because now he's calling for people to look into nick saban's past and talk to former coaches to dig up dirt on saban this is only escalating uh an unnecessary beef uh that's that's happening and here's the thing they're both in the sec they're like i said they're the two highest paid coaches in the fucking game and they're in the same division in the same conference but they it makes them bitter rivals and i said this i said this years when a when a and m came into the sec mm-hmm. i i said this a and m is going to wind up being the alabama alabama's biggest rival right well, now they, it's they sure as hell right working now everybody's it. alabama auburn alabama auburn it's going to be alabama and a and m that's what it's going to be mm-hmm. yeah I mean, and for- and saban knows this and so does jimbo fisher yeah yeah, I mean, it, it was LSU for a minute here and there a couple times. It was really good. 
Auburn, obviously, like every, once every 10 years, they'll put out a good team that'll beat Alabama and it'll make the rivalry interesting again. But I'll be honest, if you look back at A&M since they joined the SEC, they haven't been really shit. Mm-hmm. They've only had one 10 win or better season in the, last, in the last 20 years. But it's the potential. It's not, it's not what they're doing now. It's the potential. Texas football, man, is fucking pretty fucking competitive. I yeah, mean, no, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Like it's, it's just, as, just as competitive as fucking SEC, you know. Yeah. So, and A&M showed some serious signs of life in the last season. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean they beat Alabama last exactly. year. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that this is what's given Jimbo big britches to try to fill. Right. As he's like, yeah, we're coming for you. And it's we're not breaking the rules. And we're going to work within the system air quotes, big fucking air quotes. And um, I don't know. I love this kind of shit. Yeah. Because this time of season, there's nothing to talk about ever, especially out of these two guys. Normally, these two guys are like quite as church mice in, in the offseason. They don't want anything getting out. They don't want fuel for any other team to to build up on them. Nothing. He, Saban tells his players to keep their mouth shut. Don't be talking shit about anybody. We don't need that's rat poison. Nick Saban just doled out the most rat poison I've ever seen involved with his fucking program since he's been there. And he did that to himself. Mm-hmm. And I think it's for a reason. And I think it's because and and we've discussed this on the as far as the NIL and stuff. It's new. You know, it came in with no rules attached. It's the wild wild west. You knew it was going to be bonkers right out of the fucking gate. It's a little more bonkers than I think even <laughs> the boldest skeptics had imagined that it would be this early or this quick. But they'll fucking they'll they'll get their hands around it. Like I'm not bothered. I I don't see this and go players. Uh, we we must abolish nil because it's ruining the sport. I don't see that at all. If anything, it's making it more fun, even when they're not fucking playing. And what they're going to end up doing, and the only thing I disagree with, is in both of their talks that they gave uh, both Saban and Jimbo over the weekend, they both called for the federal government to come in and enact enact new laws that the NCAA has to enforce to get their arms around NIL. And I am 1 million percent against that. You don't need that. The way it needs to be handled, and they're going to learn this, is the conferences need to get their hands around it. Because the Mountain West is not the SEC and the ACC isn't the whack. Not all conferences are created fucking equal. Uh, they're not going to say, okay, NIL, every team has a cap of $2 million. Well, some teams aren't even going to get fucking near that. And other teams are going to blow that on two players. Yeah. It, it, the, the whole equality in a uh, athletic realm to me is just, it's bonkers. It's like, no, um, the conferences need to instill their own rules and the SEC needs to make rules for the SEC. ACC needs to do the same thing and make it to where it's not mutually. Um, oh, what's the word? Um, beneficial. Beneficial. No, no make right. it mutually beneficial, but right. don't, don't make it so that um, one conference like benefits itself so much. It destroys the game. Oh, right. I got you. Cause you're going to have all the rest of football. All right that will gang up and shut that shit down right. and let the conferences handle it. I don't see any reason why, like right now, obviously it ain't great because, uh, you know, it, it, it's too new and it's just being fucking wielded around. Like, I don't know, like a crazy Ukrainian coming to an America, <laughs> coming to America <laughs> yeah, for the know. first time. Huh. There's no table manners. Yes. 
Yeah. Bitch is showing her tits, they fucking talking don't, to every man in there. She don't know what the yeah, fuck she's doing. You gotta let her know, hey, yeah. we don't do that around Sucking here. Sucking dick under the table. Yeah, it's just being very uncouth. I think that's good manners. Well. Yeah, it depends on whose dick she's sucking. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. I, I mean, mean, if you're sitting there with your lady and uh, she excuses herself to go to the bathroom and then next thing you see is her under the table sucking your buddy's dick, what are you going to do? I'm going to go invade that table. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back on SlavicLady.com. I need a new one. This one's broken. Yeah. <laughs> Send her back. <laughs> Can I get a refund? <laughs> no, you but take I, refunds? I, mean, I think out of the stories I've told of the people in my car, one thing that's obvious is, of course, I carry around a lot of good old boys, and certainly we talk about sports, and everyone agrees that the money issue and everything that's happening in college is gonna fuck the whole thing up nobody's happy about it it, it it's creating the same exact thing you jim talk about that's ruined the nfl well there's i think everybody's looking at nil and demonizing it because it's new it wasn't here two years ago therefore it's the easiest thing to fucking hate a&m fans sure the fuck aren't hating on it because they're benefiting from it. And if schools were honest, you see, there's there's a couple of problems with this whole NIL thing. It's not transparent. Mm-hmm. The NFL, you know exactly what every player on the field is making. Yeah. They need that in college. Well, you know how I feel about it. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I, I think that it's all bullshit and it shouldn't happen. And I'm glad I'm closer to my death than my birth. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> the... Uh, the eternal optimist that is Doug. Yeah. Oh, no, seriously. The, no, here's <clears throat> here's my thing. They should, uh, conferences should force schools to disclose what players are getting paid. Yes, hey, exactly. It's, it's mean, not against the rules now, so you don't have to hide it anymore. Be up front. And that by itself can be a recruiting tool. At the same time, NIL, they, they, they do need to come in and tweak the NIL uh, regulations, which there really aren't any. Uh, I think there's one, and that is you cannot guarantee NIL to get a player to come, but there's ways around that. What they got to do is they need to tweak it to where if you, you accept this money conditionally, you lose every penny of this. The second you transfer out, mm-hmm. uh, as well as you're eligible for an NIL bonus. If you graduate, right? Yeah. There's ways to use NIL to do very good things for the sport. It's not the big bad guy. Uh, it, People are too short-sighted to see this as money's getting involved. It's going to ruin it. Well, but all NIL is, is giving a name to something that was already going on in the first place. They're just making it now official. Yeah. So therefore, because it's allowed, it should be fully transparent. Agreed. You should know exactly what every player is making and there should be conditions. It should be a contract. Um, I mean, if, if college football, especially major college football is basically a prep level a farm system for the nfl hey go ahead and get them used to the idea of people knowing what they're making and what the conditions of those payments are well what Mm -hmm. do you do with nil when you have like college football um video games and then you have like they show the whole team but you only know you only got like three guys on one team easy every player gets paid five grand by ea sports to use them in their game and that's how you get your equal pay. Is that sustainable? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's because the money's already there. Yeah, yeah. dude. They make billions of dollars oh, yeah. off of those games, man. But there's no limit saying, um, 
you got to take the bargaining away from the individual player because they're kids. It's like there's got to be that middleman that comes in, like the NCAA or conferences, saying uh, because they can't ask for like ten grand per player, then the game will never come out and they'll never get paid anything. So there's a there's a a perfect balance where it's like how much money can you play every player that you're going to put in this game to where we can still put the game out and make money. Whatever that is, they'll find it and they'll pay it and they'll release the game. Otherwise, um, then there's gonna there's not gonna be a game and nobody gets paid anything. And so your second string center on Toledo, who doesn't have an NIL deal because he fucking sucks, um, won't even have an option to get five grand from EA Sports. And trust me, they you're gonna hear a lot more players be like, Yeah, 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 we'll take that fucking deal. And the players that are making a million, it's like, what's five grand? Like they're gonna be like, Yeah, whatever. I don't give a shit. So that'll take care of itself, in my opinion. I just, I still just don't, I don't think it's right. I don't think it's right. I, the only way I think it's right is if every player gets paid equally the same thing. That's that the only some, thing that makes it right. And the reason why, happen. the reason why that is, is because you're turning college football into the clusterfuck that the NFL is. That's basically what you're doing. And, I just don't agree with that, man. I don't agree with it. College is there for you to get ready for the fucking NFL. It's not there for you to make money. It's there for you to get an education and fucking learn how to spend your money in the NFL, which obviously that's... You you can't learn to spend money if you don't Uh, have it. And the education part has been non-existent for decades. Well, I mean, they're, they're getting scholarships and the, and you got, you know, the kid that's sitting beside them in class is paying fucking 500 grand for their tuition. But, you know, the, the I mean, it, it, dude, it's it's just not right. It's not right. And it's I think not. it's the most right because you're you're getting paid your value that you're bringing to school. It, it, but because but the, the value the value to the school is the team. It's not the one fucking single player. That's what makes college football what it is. And yes, there's star college athletes, yeah. and they go on to the NFL and they make big fucking money. That's a lot of the them way don't. it should be. A lot of them don't. Well, yeah. and if they don't, then fucking Vince Young, then you've got a scholarship from a fucking college where you went to school, and if you paid attention in class, you should be able to well, get a good fucking yeah, job. But what do they say? Nine out of ten NCAA players go pro in. Something else. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 mean, I don't, I don't want to get into this whole thing because we've already done this on this <laughs> podcast, but I do not agree with it. I don't, and I never will. And like I said, I'm glad I'm closer to death than birth. I'm going to I'm going to say this. I, I, I know that we've gone through this, and you've made your point. You've not wavered, y- yeah. but there's each time this comes up, I think of different ways to back up why this isn't the big bad that uh, that it look that it seems to be. The players still have a scholarship. Most of them don't graduate. And a lot of them, when they go to the NFL and they fuck up and they're out in uh, two to three years, a lot of them come back to school and finish their degree because they still have that to fall back on. They can always come back. But while they're there, to not pay them anything while the school gets rich, this is what this is the only thing that surprises me about your take is it's like communist. I'm not saying not don't pay them anything. I'm saying if you're going to pay them, pay them all the same fucking thing. That's not that. That's not communist. It's not, dude. Look, if if you if you take educate, it, this is uh, basically what you're doing is you're shitting on education. You're totally. I mean, uh, everybody's already shitting on the college education now, saying you don't need to go to college. You, you can do this. You can do this. Mm-hmm. 
whenever you start shitting on higher education, uh, we're already fucking stupid enough, dude. Yeah. I mean, you're and, just going to amount and the amount of kids you're going just, to college has never been higher yet. And, that has and, not made us any and, smarter. Well, and, and the amount of money that those kids are paying to go to college has never been any higher. That's my point. Yeah. If, if, if you want to do this and you want to do it right, everybody makes the same fucking money. If you want to pay them, if you want to pay them to play a game mm-hmm. or pay them to even practice, you know, give them 250 bucks a practice, give them a thousand bucks a game. You know, that's, that's good money when you're in fucking college isn't and that you got very, nothing to do. Isn't that the very definition of communism? No, they no, the definition of communism. No, 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 Regardless no, of how no, hard no, they were. Hear no, me out. No, this <laughs> hear is, me out. look, look, communism, if it was communism, then it, they, they couldn't fucking elevate anymore. They can. When they get out of school, they're welcome to go to the fucking NFL and make the millions of fucking but dollars. But while they're they here, make. they're going to live under communism. That, they yeah. stick, well, whatever you want to call it. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, if you wanna, exactly. If you want to call it that, call it that. But I call it shitting on education. That's what you're doing. Because if you've got a fucking dude that can, all he can do is ball. He can play ball. That's it. That's all he knows how to fucking do. And then you've got a, a kid that's fucking straight a fucking student and it, that kid still didn't get a scholarship even though he made fucking straight a's all the way through school yeah and did everything that they were he was told to do and he's still paying 500 grand to go to fucking college yeah and then that kid that can just play football that kid just skates right through in the same classes with the dude that's fucking yes, paying 500 but Doug, grand but Doug, and <laughs> what you're saying though is that regardless of effort they all get paid the same thing, even though effort from one even position to the other is vastly different. Um, but you're taking the fucking team out of it. That's uh. what college football is about, the team. The NFL is about the fucking individual. I said it. I said it. That's, yeah. that's what it is. And when you take the fucking team out of college football, I'm done with it. They I'll taken, go to high school then. Now I'll, that, I'll fucking go to high school football that game. I can side with yeah. you on. It, but it, the education part, like you would, Alabama wouldn't field a team if they made it about education. Because the majority of the athletes that take the field on Saturdays aren't smart enough to get into college. And the NIL is going to take the team out of it. Because it's going to value one individual on that fucking team mm-hmm. more than anybody else on the team. It's and already that, happening. And it's, but no, it's not. But it's the not, way dude. that it can help the team... <laughs> Is if it comes conditionally, you can't just up and fucking transfer out. Otherwise, you lose all your money. You got to pay everything back, and you have to graduate. Now we're back to education. There's, and that's what I'm saying. NIL can do very good things, or it can destroy the sport. It's not just a given that it's going to destroy the sport. What's going to happen is they're going to be graduating fuckers that have no idea what the fuck they even and welcome to everybody else in college yeah Yeah, i mean you know (laughs) now we're now we're actually acting in the and the way the world is instead of the way we want the world to be um because if you if you care about education and and you know uh student athletes the student part got washed down the drain years ago the only where the only place you're gonna find student athletes are on the swim team or equestrian or shit where you're not throwing your body into other human beings mm-hmm. but football doesn't have brainiacs and that's another thing is that is you just got into that yeah you know what are they gonna do with the swim team what are they gonna do with the golf team what well, are they gonna do how with much the basketball money do they pull team? in 
You know what they're going to do with all it. See, the football shit doesn't matter to to North Carolina. It's going to be all basketball up there. Yeah. And and you're and when you do that, you're dude. It's just fucked up. It's fucked up all the way around. You're fucking up the team aspect of being in college. Yeah, just like and like I said, if if they fuck it up, I'm done with them. I'm done with college. I'll never watch the shit again. I'll just go to high school football games and hope like fuck they don't start paying them. You know, I mean, hope they don't do the image and likeness shit and then who knows maybe i'll be a fucking 80 year old man at a peewee football game going <laughs> come on little guy you know i mean i maybe. sure like the way they look in them bridges <laughs> <laughs> pull your bridges up more but, yeah, but I, I mean it's i understand your fear and i do but the game of college football has long since launched beyond what it was in 1980 uh it's not even fucking close the the tv deals alone provide enough money to take care of all of this there's not a equestrian acc equestrian on cbs and there's a reason because nobody would fucking watch it when there's this many eyes behind it it comes with money and somebody's going to be making that money and i think it's more right if the players get a cut of it than if they get nothing of it and there's a way to structure this where it doesn't dissolve any of that shit you're still gonna have shithead students or players or whatever that are already thinking of themselves it's it's why you see players transfer after summer workouts if they don't think that they're going to be the starter and they're fucking gone. You don't want that person on your fucking team anyway. They destroy the team from the inside out. It's best to let them, hey, go chase the fucking money that you think is out there for you and get mm-hmm. the fuck out of my locker room. Yeah. Because you have the same character regardless, and I don't want you here. It'll highlight those players and let Texas A&M take all these fucking players that just want money. They're going to suck ass because they're going to have too many prima donnas. They... Like the AM fans think that this is great now because they have the number one recruiting class, but I guarantee you Alabama's recruiting class is going to outperform them because AM is full of nothing but me, 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 me. Right. And eventually, teams aren't going to want that shit. So they're going to say, fuck this. It will naturally regulate itself, is what I'm saying. I think NIL can end up keeping college football from destroying itself. And that's, to disagree. and that's my case <laughs> because here's one thing I can f- say for sure. It's not going back the way it was. It, it's, it isn't. So we have to look at the way it is and try to make the best out of what it could be instead of hate it for all the things that we fear. That's my only point. All right. So we just had what you would call a disagreement on the show. Yeah. But here's one thing I can guarantee you. And hopefully, Doug, you won't step in to correct me. (laughs) We can leave after this podcast is over, and we'll still be friends. You're wrong. Oh, no. (laughs) We won't have any talks of we got to dissolve the podcast. There are just differences that are too great for me and my my fragile fragile little self. Can't (laughs) deal with. We've been friends for... 20 years, but let's throw all that shit out the window because you you think different about football than I do. And Screw both of you. I'm done with this show. Oh, my God, again? That was just unnecessary. Fucking Christ. Lord. All right, you know what? You know what? I think he's dropping them just to drop them. I think we are done. (laughs) Fucking hell. Narona's done. Dropping hard R's in the middle of a segue. Unacceptable. 
like I said, I've been working 15 hours today. I'm increasing the hours every time I say it, though. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like you're making it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely 14 hours. That was really nine and a half. <laughs> why, why would you work seven hours Little on a Sunday? Lunch. <laughs> I don't know, Ron. I think an next, hour and a half lunch. next Sunday you should probably work no more than five hours. <laughs> anyway, I'll be, I'll be at a concert next uh, next Sunday, so. Well, you missed the whole reason why that was a joke. Uh, but I did. Anyway, back to my fucking segue. I'm going to be watching keep Doug your, Melting Fishers. Keep your hard R's to yourself, sir. Okay. Okay. Obviously, what I just said was hypothetical. Not even hypothetical. What the fuck is the word? Uh, it's bullshit. It's a really fucking stupid thing. It was on purpose to sound like... It, it would be really dumb if we broke up the podcast because we don't agree on everything. It was hypothetical. However, right now, as we speak, there is a band, what I thought was a big band. I've, I've mentioned this story that I'm about to get into with a handful of my friends, and I was shocked at over half of them were like, who? who? But unless you're, I guess, a 20-year-old, uh, the band 311. Yeah, y'all remember them? Who? Apparently, nobody remembers who the fuck Three Eleven is. Who? I was, I was very surprised. Apparently, they didn't come original enough. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> that is fucking hacked. I, oh, <laughs> of course. Oh, oh, would you say that they're going through a beautiful disaster? <laughs> would you say their energy was amber? Oh, <laughs> I would say that they're probably going to re-release a song and say politics are for pussies. Sure. Oh. <laughs> anyway, the whole fucking point of the story is. The band is going through a bit of a tift right now in the stupidest and gayest way possible. Now, if you've paid attention to Hollywood musicians and whatever, you're like the behind the music shit and all the fucking stories of how bands break up because lead singer gets an ego, the guitarist fucks the bassist's wife, heroin, um, drugs, <laughs> you know, all the different reasons right. that usually are all derived around ego. Yep. Um, that's what you're normally used to hearing about when a mm. band breaks up. But 311, I'm not saying they're breaking up. They're not even saying they're breaking up. But they are going to be taking a break, an indefinite break, once they have fulfilled their current schedule obligations. And it's all for the dumbest reason ever. They're going through stuff. They're going through stuff. It all originates from uh, the bassist, Peanut. 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 He did an Instagram live last week. I did not catch it because at the time I did not follow on Instagram because he's a granola hippie and, you know, I like his base manipulation player. skills, yeah. but I don't give a fuck what he believes, thinks, or says. I, sure. I don't care. Get up there and entertain me. And while you're not entertaining me, I'm not going to be paying attention to you because I, I don't paid to see you. But yeah. Cause you I just fuck. don't, I just yeah. don't give a fuck. That's why you're rich. Hop around and slap the bass. Yeah. That's dance. it. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. Okay, I did not mean it that way. God damn it. How do we know? I mean, how do we know you didn't mean just, it that way? We're just going to err on the, 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 the side the, of like caution because right. you're a goddamn wild card. Tonight. He's yes, purely so. Caucasian. I mean, well, you know, I don't want to assume, you know, he might identify as being a vagina, he might is, identify as monkey. <laughs> well either way peanuts being a giant fucking bitch uh i'll say that right now because he did an instagram live where he basically came out and said uh i'm planning on leaving the band as soon as our scheduled obligations are taken care of which means finish the next tour 
which might go into next year. And then he's stepping away and he doesn't know how long. But Jim, why would he do such a thing? Who could put his panties in such a ruffle? Um, another band member, which is one of the best drummers of my lifetime. Oh, I thought it was Nick Hexum. No, Chad, Chad Sexton, oh. the 311 drummer. And the reasons why they are upset with Chad is because he created a truth social account. That's it. He's a fucking Trumpster. Yeah. Oh, no. The drummer, his politics have made light. The drummer is engaging with our possible. It, it just might be possible that out of the millions of fans we have in America, that a certain portion of them might be on the right. And Chad Sexton is over there where they are communicating with him, with them. And that's just too much. How because, dare he? Because then the, the left wing... This is division gone full retard. The left wing portion of the fandom was begging the band to publicly denounce Chad Sexton because he has the gall to be on true social. That was the bar that was too much for them. And and eventually the band fucking caved. Well, you know, that happened to Journey. Really? Did you know this? I did not. I wasn't um, aware either. Jonathan Kane, the keyboard player for Journey, mm -hmm. and Neil Sean, the guitar player, mm -hmm. they got into it and almost broke up. I mean, they they really got into it because Jonathan Kane uh, is his wife is a prayer. Uh, I don't know what you uh, like a Sunday school teacher. No, no, she's like a prayer. Um, what do you call it when you're a where when you uh, assist the president or whatever? Or, um, fuck. Oh, like the, the chaplain for uh, yeah, a, a political party or something? Yeah, she was like a prayer teacher or something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Spiritual uh, guidance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Advisor. Advisor. Yeah, there you go. Spiritual prayer, advisor. Prayer advisor. Yeah, spiritual, spiritual advisor. advisor. Right. There, there we go. <laughs> his wife, his wife, was, and they were at the White House. They, they went to the White House. Yeah. And there were pictures of it. Uh, they made pictures of it and made them public. And Neil Sean didn't like that at all. He did not like that at all. And they went through a fucking tift in, in the press. I mean, it was all out there for everybody to see. And I thought, I thought for a minute it, they were going to do the same thing. I thought they were going to break up over fucking mm. politics. And I was like, wow, yeah, this is fucking nuts. Well, but this for, is crazy for all of you that are not familiar with 311. And Doug, I don't know how familiar you are. No, I know 311. No, no, no. Dude, I, I know, dude, I know you know of them. No, I'm, I'm more just saying, continue. I mean, I'm being <laughs> back in the day. It's okay. Go ahead. What I'm, what I was about to say is for all of you that are not familiar they their fan club is called hive their big message was always unity regardless of belief regardless of whether you think one thing and everyone th thinks something else we can all get can, along yeah. man we can all learn to tolerate each other back in the 90s they actually had the tolerance tent that came on tour with them to help train and like spread a message of tolerance and love and unity man they're fucking hippies they're yeah. you know they're lefty kind of you know peace love and happy just get high and don't worry about these things dude the, and it's, it's the, the one thing that is fucking dividing them is the, the one after effects <laughs> the after effects of obama and trump mm -hmm. will be felt for fucking generations 
I guess that's, so. that that's exactly what we're living through, man. I mean, you had eight years of Obama and, uh, and you know, people hated him. I don't know why. I mean, I, I looked at him as just another fucking politician. Uh, and then you had Trump in there and Trump was the fucking mortal enemy of all the Obama people. I mean, just like the, the he was like the fucking antichrist to their fucking God. You know yeah. what I mean? You don't get a and, Trump without an Obama. Exactly. And you don't. And, and once, once Trump got in there, um, he made anything possible. He, he made it so he made politics look as silly as it is. <laughs> yeah, he, really, yes. he really did. That's what yes. he did. Yes, you did. That's what he did for me. <laughs> and, and for me anyway. And the news and, fucking retards. And for people, politicians, they're liars. And for people that take politics really serious, that was a that it was a personal affront. It destroyed them, dude. It did. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. the Republicans. There's Republicans that are the same way as the Democrats. Yeah. You know? Establishment elites and, really hated being mocked, right? Because it, they yes. had been in a position. Where they're the ones that mock you, yeah, exactly, not the other way around, exactly, yeah. and and we will feel that for generations. We yeah. will, yeah, because uh, he changed, dudes. When Trump came in, and I mean, it, it was when he won the night that he won the presidency, and the next day when he was went to talk to Obama. I don't think it was the next day. I think it was a couple of days later. Mm-hmm. But when he's sitting in the White House with Obama and he's looking around mm-hmm. and stuff, and I told Jim this, me and Jim have talked about this many times, uh, and anyone out there that's listening, I, watch the video. Watch the video when Trump won the presidency and he's in the Oval Office with Barack Obama. Trump is the one person in the whole entire United States that cannot fucking believe that he won. And you can see it in Trump when he's sitting mm-hmm. in the Oval Office right beside Obama. And he's sitting there. Uh-oh. He's sitting Looks there. like I he's did it. He's looking around <laughs> like a little kid that's like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I do, won this. Do you, do you, I, it's really do you happening. Think, do you think they'll hate me if I rebrand and just say, like, make America, like, okay again? And, 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 and ever since that day, ever since that day, he's been nothing but Trump. He did it trump style you know and doing it trump style fucked it i mean it fucked up politics for a very long time and and you because you got half the people in america that love him you know they think he's oh trump's the he's the shit and everybody else is fucking done everybody else yeah the only trump it's gonna only be trump and if you don't fucking follow everything that trump says you're a dirtbag piece of shit and that has that those two moments dude i'm telling you obama and trump that shit right there is Mm -hmm. that those two things are the change obama talked about change talking about hope and change you did it you did it (laughs) you you changed it i mean and and then because once trump came in i mean it has it has changed forever dude but nothing is nothing will ever be here's the thing about this situation though um, that irritates me more than anything is the fact that these are and I'm sure out of the people listening to this show, at least a few of you have been unfriended by someone for various beliefs that you have over the last two years. Now, these are individuals that have been friends 
for at least 33 plus years, if not more. Same thing thing happened to two of my friends when all this shit was going on. These guys, I tried to fucking, I tried to be the mediator between them. I was like, dude, you guys are taking this a little too far. You know, they were, one was a fucking Democrat, one was a Republican. They kept fucking sniping at each other online. And I had, I would jump in on both of them and say, hey guys, you know, this is fucking crazy. They don't even talk to each other anymore. And it all it, ended ended a friendship we've had since we were kids. And all of that comes from the lack, uh, the inability to see the retardedness of your own party or your own side. If you can't see why the opposition thinks that your side is stupid, then you are exactly w- what they claim you to be mm-hmm. because you're just, uh, you're incapable of saying, okay, yeah, uh, uh, Dan Crenshaw is a fucking piece of shit. Ted Cruz, fuck him. He's an asshole. Gas, $6 a gallon sucks. Yeah. yeah. But it also, Biden is incompetent, and uh, everything that they're for is pretty fucking stupid. At yeah. least what they claim to be the most important things. They're all fucking retarded. That has nothing to do with fucking anything. Right. But if you're incapable of seeing that, uh, then you're going to have ish- situations like this. Now, here's the thing, real quick, because I got things I want to read. What caused this entire rift was the fans demanding that the band take action against what they perceived was this great transgression. And I have a the few fans. Sc- yeah. Wow. And I have a few screenshots of what Chad Sexton was saying over on True Social. He he deleted his account. He caved. Uh, spoiler alert. He caved and he he deleted all of his social medias. But when he was still on True Social, this is him replying to a fan. Okay, so this came up because Chad Sexton has friends and family that are Ukrainian that are living in Ukraine. And all Chad Sexton said was, we must get the Nazi element out of Ukraine. That's a pro-Ukrainian take. Yeah. But because everyone is so they thought he was retarded, Biden. They yeah. thought, no, they thought or, that he was pro-Putin. Oh, right. Because, right. hey, that's something that Putin said. You're pro-Putin. That means you're pro-Trump and you're on true social. So somebody asked him about this. And this is what the crazy right-wing Nazi Trump-loving MAGA drummer Chad Sexton had to say. Love and understanding comes along with understanding people can be wrong. It doesn't mean they're bad people. Everyone makes mistakes. I was just basing info off of my very good friend whose wife is from Kiev and whose dad was a three-star general in World War II there. They have a very interesting history. Sorry if I offended you. I'm not an international expert by any means. I think war is horrible. Hopefully we can move on from this now. You've spent all day on it. Holy shit. He actually uses humility. What a novel fucking idea. He continues. None of us want the ugliness of war. Thanks for your support over the years. I hope my apology was enough for you to forgive. Apparently not. The whole world needs more forgiveness instead of harassment, division, and hatred. Wow. What an asshole. Yeah. What a prick. And he makes, I think this is his final post on true social where he's not addressing any one person or responding directly to a thread. He just writes, Our band has always had differences in opinion on worldview, politics, and even musical styles. We are the shining examples still in existence of people who have opposing views that can come together, make something truly unique and beautiful, and change people's lives in positive ways. Our, Our hearts are in the same place, and ultimately we want peace, love, and unity for the human race. We have dedicated our lives to express this in our art. Holy shit, was he wrong? Oh my God, he's calling for the genocide of somebody somewhere in there. (laughs) I'll I'll look harder. It's probably dog whistling. But 
So the fans see this, that he's not immediately uh, just echoing whatever they want. And so the band hears that, oh, there's all this kerfuffle. Chad Sexton isn't openly just siding with the fucking mob. And so S.A. Martinez does the gayest fucking thing known to man and goes to poetry to express his ire with his drummer. And this might be somewhere in the poem. I don't know. I'm not reading this whole fucking poem, but he's, he writes, but somewhere the wires got crossed and now I feel light years lost from a real world. Cause how the fuck can that dude I knew ride for war? He's not riding for war. If he mm-hmm. read his own fucking drummer's post, he would know that he doesn't even like the ugliness of war, much less pro war fucking idiot. And how the hell do you love someone who prefers who look up? And how the hell do you love someone who prefers to be feared? In some parallel you in some parallel universe, that dude snatched a dream catcher from a <clears throat> co ed rear view and is still running wild. I've long forgotten where that old cave lies and no longer can we dance and hide, but God if I could, I would smash and pulverize the spider that has snared the drummer in its dark web. Whatever. What, what the fuck the does that mean? Fuck. Yeah, essay. Stop being so fucking faggy, uh, and just come out and go talk to your drummer. Yeah, but that's that that that's the other gay part of this. That this is all happening. What over the hell sl- is even that? <laughs> <laughs> that's all I want to know. What the hell is even that? Yeah. Well, but no. I mean, this is all happening over social media. Really, you can't call one another up. You can't, you know, have a video conference. We have the most, you know, advanced technology that we've ever had to be able to reach out to someone within seconds. And what do you do? You tweet. You send a fucking gay ass poem. Really? Yeah. You're not better than that? And so what's so weird is if they're supposed to be so close and love each other so much and all this shit, why aren't they just talking on the phone? Yeah. You know, why Why is it not? I mean, I get the true social thing, you know, I, well, I really don't get it, but I mean, you know, uh, Trump's behind it and I guess anybody that joins it is behind Trump. Yeah. Uh, or if you're smart, if you, you go, hey, there's a lot of people that probably had opinions that are different than some members of the band that are not even able to be on twitter well and that's go the, where they are the true engage so- with our fans this is the way i look at it as that true social i, I look at it as like an anything goes kind of thing mm-hmm. until yeah. oh but it ain't until it changes oh it's not oh no uh no. You, you you'll get the boot over there oh, okay um, they have a lot of things that you can't talk about oh okay so, oh, that's, so yeah. it's not so same it's thing not with, truth then same not, thing with gitter no it, it all it is is like we talked about last week once you start banning people from the town square, right. they're going to go off and make their own little thing with okay, their own rules. Okay, so so if is... I go over there and I start blasting Israel, I'm yeeted quicker than shit. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. that's fucked up, man. I mean, Twitter. God, that's why I wish Elon was. Uh, <laughs> come on, Elon. Come on, do it, man. Because if there truly was a social media where nobody got banned for the shit that they said and uh, people could just blast them. You know, if you say something stupid, then you're going to get blasted. I mean, there's going to be somebody out there that's going to blast the shit out of you. Yeah, it's there's no 
Uh, that's why I thought, I, I, I guess I didn't get the fucking memo on True Social. I thought it was, I thought it was going to be fucking oh, no. wide same thing open, with, whatever. Same, same thing with Gitter and Parlor. When Gitter first came out, trust me, a lot of the... Uh, yeah, I remember we tried to do Parlor and I couldn't even fucking get it downloaded before it ended. A lot of the <laughs> most renowned libertarian shit posters immediately went to Gitter and just was like, let's test the system. Let's see how free speech is actually... Right. Every one of them got fucking paid. Yeah. <laughs> and most of them, if not all of them, were just talking about human trafficking and Israel's control on our foreign policy. Two things that are an issue... Yes. But yeet, gone, sorry. Because that goes against, you know, establishment Republican talking points. And see, the, the main thing that I was bringing up before with how long they've known each other, though, is if you are allowing a government message to piss you off enough to where you unfriend someone that you've known for this long, then all you have become is a shell for the United States government. That's it. You've bought into their bullshit. Mm -hmm. You have become a psyop agent. Yeah. I mean, so the thing, I have an article here that is from uh, celebstoner.com. Oh, that sounds awesome. Not exactly a bastion of right-wing talking points. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm pretty certain. And they document uh, kind of how this all started. And I'll read the first couple of paragraphs because they're the most retarded shit ever. Um, this is written by Steve Bloom over there at celebstoner.com. Man, we, we pull from the top shelf of news. He <laughs> writes, heard, I've heard of that guy. All is not well in 311 land. The popular group that dates back to the 90s is reeling from a fan revolt over drummer Chad Sexton's reactionary social media posts and opinions. This could lead to the departure of at least one band member, that being Peanut. One reliable, one reliable fan tells Celeb Stoner, quote, he was listed as a large donor of MAGA in 2016. He also showed support for Jake Gardner, the man who shot a Nebraska protester outside of Gardner's bar establishment in 2016. If you know anything about that situation, you know that this is absolute bullshit. It was self-defense, 100%. They were looting his restaurant and pulled a gun and the guy shot him and he died. Now, this Garner guy ended up committing suicide a few weeks later because of the pressure from the mob. And mm -hmm. he was actually on the protester's side, but he wasn't going to sit back and let his establishment get fucking looted and torched. Exactly. And he wasn't also going to get shot by one of them. And so he killed himself. And a lot of people saw that as a pretty fucked up situation. But, you know, because he anyway, it's been totally hijacked and said that he was out there just killing black people. Fucking retarded. A lot of again, people not looking into things. Uh, Gardner. Oh, here's okay. So they go through what happened. Gardner shot and killed James Skurlock during a BLM protest in Omaha on May 30th, 2020. A confrontation happened where Gardner and his father tried to stop protesters from damaging the bar. Gardner had a gun and fired three shots, killing Skurlock, who was black. They have to put that in there. Of course. Gardner committed suicide several months later. He was not. Or, and then they go. He was white. Oh. So just got to hammer that home. White guy kills black guy. Feels so bad about it. He kills himself. Oh, Lordy. Jake was the reason. Eh, blah, 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 blah. They go more into that story. Doesn't really fucking matter. So this is what actually all kicked it off. If anybody still gives a fuck and is listening. Some dude on True Social said, if you support Russia's dismantling of Nazis, 
and Deep State in Ukraine post a Z in the comments. And Chad Sexton posted a Z. And then that's what started the whole thing where he comes in and was like, look, I have family and friends from Ukraine. The, they hate the Azov Battalion. It's drawing negative attention. If Ukraine would be better without them. I support Nazis, whether it's Russians or Ukraines, getting them out of there. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was too much. And then everything else I read. So anyway, it goes on. It's a bunch of stupid shit. But I just had to read the part where they had to make sure that they pointed out that a black man was killed by a white man because that is supposed to matter more than any details of anything. Of course, because nuance doesn't matter anymore. It's all just catchphrases and quick 30-second clips. Nobody can think beyond that anymore. Yeah, it's uh, it's retarded. Like, <clears throat> so if you're wondering, why the fuck are you even talking about 311? Well, it's a band that uh, at least Arona and I grew up with, and it was a band that would tour and come through Atlanta almost annually and they made a point of focusing on Atlanta uh, doing multiple night shows recording their first ever music video here in Atlanta and it was always a friendly environment they've left Atlanta off and the state of Florida off of their entire tour this year because now I'm I might be jumping out on a limb here does all these rotties because of voting you know, rights, all these the voting rights act, all and, these rotties that live in this state, and the fact that Florida has DeSantis, that they, they used to go down and play Suwanee, um, in Florida all the fucking time. Like, fuck three eleven is where yeah. I'm at right now. Yeah. Fuck them. Good for you. That's growth. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of waning on them for the you, last man, few the years. Older you but get the less fucks you give. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them all. You're just entertainers. Your personal politics mean. Yeah, diddly dick to me. Yeah, I said that about the whole journey thing when that shit was going on. I'm like, fuck, what the fuck, man? Yeah, it's also Stop. another reason why I Stop. fucking I've I never have been a Kid Rock fan, but I never I was always indifferent. Like, yeah, I, I don't own any of his music. I'll sure. never go see him live. It's not my thing. Um, but now I'm looking at what he's putting out. And I'm like, fuck this guy. <laughs> it, it just sucks. It just sucks. Fuck Facebook. It sucked back then, dude. It's like, this is the cheesiest, boomerist fucking possible way to to make art. It, it's just... I will say, when his first album came out, he knew how to put on a live show, at least. So, I, I mean, that at the very least, I can say. The best parts of Kid Rock died with Josie. There the, I said. Best part <laughs> of, the best part of Kid Rock is a fight in the Waffle House. That's the best part of Kid Rock. That's the, uh, it is. Yeah. It always will be. I don't know. Like, I remember bringing up uh, David Cross uh, doing stand-up where he was shitting on, you know. It, and I've made a point of, like, I'm just as susceptible as the next man. I'm not above anybody reacting to shit. I react to shit all the time, but I can understand where people would not like to support an artist who they have extreme differences with because now your material just, it, it doesn't resonate with me. It doesn't connect with me. I get it. But a drummer doesn't convey a message. No, he plays the rhythm section. He's not even a singer. He's not even contributing to lyrics. Like, Mm-hmm. So uh, to me, this is a bridge too far. I well, think that this is retarded. And I mean, you know, full disclosure, I am wearing a 311 shirt tonight. I will still support their music. I still love that. I don't know if I'll support any new music from them, but they were definitely badass 20 somethings that turned into really piece of shit 40 somethings. <laughs> yeah, they were all right. I saw them back in the day, man. I saw them three, four times. I mean, they're a good band. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. not into that shit. I mean, it's 
It's just too. Uh, what is the word? Um, white. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe too white. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, a little. It's, it's just too a, suburban teenager. Yeah, for me, yeah, it's not. It it just didn't have uh, even their grooves uh, in their songs were like a half a groove. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't like a. It wasn't like something you could just like really dig into. You know, because it would end. And, My uh, biggest complaint about Three Eleven has always been they just get up there and play twenty three two and a half minute long songs. Yeah, they don't yeah. extend them into five minute things. They don't do jams. They still do the same group drum solo. Yeah. They still do a bass solo. It's like, dude, I don't know. Write a song that's five minutes. Right. Can you do that? Yeah. No, we're gonna put we're gonna put a forty five minute album out with eighteen songs, all a minute and thirty seven seconds. And it's like, just when it starts to get good, you end it. Mm-hmm. Personal yeah. choice. I just don't. I don't appreciate. It's like. I don't know. I I think they mailed it in years ago. I think they've been dog shit uh, in a lot of ways since 2009 or 10 when they whenever they came up with Uplifter, and they've had a few good songs and like one decent album since then. But for the vast majority of it, it's like Sesame Street tunes. Yeah. Was that was that menu that we're talking about the TikTok 16 second fucking thing? Mm-mm. No. What do you? Huh? I was talking to somebody. I, I thought it was you. Maybe it was, uh, I don't know. But well, we, were ta- we were talking about the music business mm-hmm. and and the way things are going. And it makes sense that their songs are only a, a minute and a half. I mean, that's the only, that's the attention span of people now. Yeah, that's and, true. And that's, and a lot of, and they were talking, we were talking about this because whoever I was talking to, I thought it was you, but I guess not. I guess it must've been somebody else. But um, we were talking about it and there was this article and the article was talking about how bands are making shorter and shorter songs. And uh, our songs are not short at all. I mean, our, our you know, our song, uh, we do have one short song. It's two and a half minutes long. And, uh, well, it's not even two and a half. I think it's 212. That's our shortest song. Our longest mm-hmm. one's six minutes. Yeah. You know, we, got, we have six minute songs. But we were talking about this. And in this article, he was telling me that TikTok, they were talking about how uh, what people are looking at as far as record companies and all this shit. TikTok has a 16-second something that they're getting ready to start promoting with the music business for with, with record companies and all this kind of shit. And it's 16 seconds long, and I guess it's like you have to write a 16-second song is basically what they're what they're going to look for well that's how and, long new kids music is appealing to me and, so and it's it works and that it, it was it was just what he was reading to me in this in this article was terrifying everything he was saying about the music industry mm-hmm. and i was like my god man kill me now you know i mean if if i have to make a song for tiktok it's going to be going, fuck you, TikTok, fuck you, fuck you, TikTok. You can lick my balls, fuck you, TikTok. You know, I mean, that's what it's going to be. Please do that If now. it's a 16 please. seconds, if they make me, I will, I will. Yes, all, please. All day long. 
So hell yeah, it's it, it, it's and make one for Spotify. Too. Yeah, I would love to make one for Spotify, but they won't let me do it. Make an fu medley. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, do it. That's, do a, it. Do that's a, a good idea, man. Hell yeah. Do a 16 second video of Matt farting on a snare drum. I think I should do a four minute song about all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and you know I can do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I do not doubt and that. I, and I don't. And, and I will not mince words. Yeah. at all but um now fuck the fuck the bullshit that is 311 on this yeah it's- I, I i did drop a nugget previously in what i was saying about psyops mm-hmm. jim we've got to let people know these the craziness that is the u.s military's psyops division yeah special forces is uh or special operations dropped a uh an advertisement go army Armystrong.com. Dot com. Yeah. I shared it in the uh in, in the uh, group chat here. Uh let me pull it up real fast. We're not we're not it's something that you gotta go watch. Yeah, when you watch it, it's it's a little terrifying. Because extremely terrifying. <laughs> because because there's no real audio to pull from it. It's three and a half minutes long. It's a quickie, but oh boy, it it's impactful. You can at least probably play enough to where they can hear the music that's playing behind it. Okay. So, yeah. Actually, yeah. the commercial itself looks like a sob. It looks like a it, really it badass trailer for like a kick-ass like, movie. Like yeah. it, it looks, no, it looks like something like in yeah, Conspiracy Theory. You remember they had his eyeballs fucking taped open and they were making him watch his screen with all this shit on it? Clockwork yeah. Orange? Clockwork Orange. No, yeah. no. Well, it was, yeah, it was in Conspiracy Theory, too. Oh. That yeah, you know, with Mel Gibson and all that shit. Anyway, oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I figured if if you got your eyes fucking taped open like this, I uh, know nobody can see it. But <laughs> if, I I see them locking you in a room and showing you this over and over and over again on a loop. Yeah, and it'll do something to it you. It will make you nuts. Well, here's a here's a little snippet of it to kind of drive home the point of it. There is another very important phase of warfare. It has as its target, not the body, but the mind of the enemy. The target of psychological warfare is against the enemy's mind. It is words and ideas. Ammunition used by Cywar. Anything we touch is a weapon. Its mission we is to influence the thoughts of the enemy soldiers. And at the same time, is expected and encouraged to study foreign languages and the social sciences such as history, economics, and sociology. He must have a broad and sympathetic understanding of all phases of human experience. Gripping at my skin, the walls of night closing. The use of this force as an integral part of combat has now taken on new form. We are everywhere. And then people start screaming. Yeah, you gotta you gotta see the commercial. Yeah, you, you have you to see, see the it. images. The images are what I'm talking about mm-hmm. that are actual psychological warfare. And we'll, <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll put the link. Yeah, it, is. Yeah. it is. It is. The images themselves are. We'll definitely put the link in the show notes because yes, this has to be seen. It, it is legit crazy. When you know, so Jim sends this out like he said in the group chat. And I'm so busy all this week that I didn't even, you know, take a second to look at it. The second he plays it for me, though, when I'm over at his place, it only took that long for me to go, holy fucking shit. This is a legitimate 
U.S. military commercial. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. Um, it's better than the my two moms are super rad. Right. Can't wait to serve in the military and go <laughs> blow up fucking impoverished Somalians. Uh, at least my this two one- moms are super rad. I really <laughs> wish I had a dad. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Because like <laughs> Because when that commercial came out for the army where it was a cartoon, it was fucking animation and shit. It was a chick that was all super proud of the fact that she has two lesbian moms and th- they both served in the military and everything's just rosy and then they they juxtaposed that with what Russia was currently putting out for their army's commercial and it was what this is. This ghost in the machine video. It was dudes doing push-ups and like, click, clack, motherfucker. We're here to fuck shit up. And it's like, yeah, because you're the military. Yeah, that's the, that's the military. We want people that like to blow shit up. Yeah, so if anything. But not anymore. They're leaving it up to special ops <laughs> to actually look more Russian. And they're, leaving, and they're letting regular army be like, you know, here's your official army rainbow flag. Yeah. Toodles. <laughs> gonna go gonna go engage in some peacekeeping missions see you in six months hopefully with a tan <laughs> jesus <laughs> but speaking of psyops you don't even need a commercial all you need to do is just pay attention and psyops are everywhere and th- you could literally pull a name out of a fucking hat i'll start with one the pfizer ceo listen to this and tell me if this isn't a fucking psyop it is a basically biological chip, but it is in the tablet. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, it sends a signal that you took the tablet. So imagine the applications of that, the compliance. Uh, the insurance companies to know that the medicines that patients should take, they do take them. Uh, it is uh, fascinating what happens in, in uh, this field. Who the it fuck is, is Count Dracula there? Yeah, where the fuck is he from? Yeah, okay, no so here's the caption for it. Pfizer CEO Albert Borla explains Pfizer's new tech to the Davos crowd. Quote, ingestible pills. A pill with a tiny chip that sends a wireless signal to reluctant, irrelevant, sorry, relevant authorities when the pharmaceutical has been digested. Imagine the compliance, he said. If no, you could, if you could yeah. pick it up through his heavy accent. Good thing I don't take pills. <laughs> Um, they'll never get one of them down my throat (laughs) but it's just like oh that whole thing that we were talking about or not even we but like there's a microchip in the fucking vaccine (laughs) it was funny to say because it seemed absurd but they're now Now it's in a pill now they're openly talking about well you can have the vaccine be a pill and then they can let the uh the uh authorities advisor know when that pill has been taken and we can all all go collectively good for you and they keep sending and it keeps sending signals you are now medicated for another 14 years we we, we shall keep your bank account open now (laughs) yes you may move about the country in restrictive fashion but you can spend a little dollars here and there Actually, you need a lot of dollars because they're worthless. Now. This is what's this. This is funny to me. Uh, how we, you know, we talk about cell phones and and the batteries in them, and that battery don't last for shit, mm-hmm. right? There is shit. I've been told from people in the military, there are things that are as small as a grain of sand mm-hmm. that are devices. <laughs> 
that have battery life of like 15 to 20 years. They're giving us the... And it's as small as a grain of sand. They're giving us the, the defective shit. And the military has tech that we're not going to see us ourselves for 20, 20 years. years. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But uh, staying on the Pfizer track and the skepticism of pharmaceutical companies, which used to be the norm on the side of the, uh, well, let's say the side of the fan base that wants to cancel Chad Sexton. Wait, can I cut in one second, though? Uh, just Are you going to drop up. a hard R again? No, I'm not going to drop uh, a hard get, R. Come get on, your man. finger ready. You don't know what he's <laughs> going to say. It's the Chinese. It's the Chinese. No, 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 Chinese no, 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 no. <laughs> Before we started recording, though, Jim, you did make a point about the commercial, the PSYOPs commercial, uh-huh. that worried you more than the fact that we are... Uh, you know, assigning people to brainwash. So yeah, like so. First, when you watch it, it's terrifying as fuck. They're very effective at instilling or eliciting certain feelings that of sheer terror, mm-hmm. not of really hopefulness. And then I immediately was like, "Well, wait a fucking second. Think about what they're trying to do. This is a commercial. What do commercials always?" need to happen in a reaction is a reaction yeah and the reaction they're looking for is join up yep. sign up look sign at the up. badass shit look at us look at the being shit all psyopy out there <laughs> fucking shit up don't you want to come out here and do this we're always there and so there's going to be a certain amount of people that are attracted to this and they're going to see a rise in people that uh sign up to be a, a psy war soldier right and so immediately i was like well how terrible is our psyop department <laughs> where they got to put out on youtube yeah, a commercial. fucking commercial for it yeah and they yeah. can't like hold internal meetings about like you know special petty officer whatever the fuck i know that's a naval <laughs> rank right. but either way you know uh, first class second sergeant this guy is really kicking ass i think we can use him in the psyop de- no they have to throw it out to the fucking public and if you go to the website that they put up at the end of their uh video it's a live website. You sign up, you fucking fill out a form, and it tells you all the benefits and this, that, whatever about joining the, the Psy War division. It's uh, not looking good for our PsyOps. Maybe well, I'll join up. <laughs> <laughs> Coming over here, though, I, I, you know, I was talking to Noah, you know, for those of you that have li- listened since the beginning, he was on the uh, first released episode. And um, now, Jim, and you know, Doug, both of you have said the same thing about Noah. He's probably one of the most laid back people you've ever, you know, come in contact with. Mm-hmm. And playing this for him, he goes, dude, is this for real? This is the most fucked up shit I've ever seen. It, it, I mean, a very chill person that for a good solid five minutes was not chill at all. Yeah, no, it's in a very it's a very effective commercial because you're gonna you're gonna freak out the people that you want to freak out, and you're gonna encourage the people that have the mentality to engage in psyops. It's a it's a as far as an advertisement, it's a, it's a it's a psyop. It's, it's a, a straight fucking, up psyop. It's a goddamn home run of a psyop. It dog. is. It is. That's exactly what it <laughs> it's is. It's a humdinger. I mean, yeah. they did their job well. They. I will say this. It looks like they know what they're doing. Yeah, it just yeah. looks like they're a little low on numbers, yeah. um, which means they're, they're probably gearing up for something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Their graphics are awesome. I mean, the, the <laughs> yeah, a, the finished product looked fucking have, beautiful. They have amazing. Oh, it's like you said, I want to watch that series. Yeah. But here's the thing. Oh, they'll, they'll let you watch. Anybody <laughs> is capable of engaging in PSYOPs. 
All you got to do is just not follow the fucking mainstream narrative or Dude, whatever. There's just questions on, on social media every fucking day. Yeah. That's what social media is. This yeah. video I'm it's about to play. Psyops. This video I'm about to play. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm not saying I believe it. I'm just showing another example of a psyop. Don't take it from me. Take it from this guy. Vaccine was 94.5% effective. The so-called 95% efficiency rate touted by the pharmaceutical companies was misleading to say the least. A peer-reviewed study by The Lancet confirms the vaccine efficiency of 95% reported by the vaccine manufacturers was referring to relative risk reduction rather than absolute risk reduction as it would be standard. Your actual risk of reduction of getting COVID after the vaccine has then been reduced by 1.2% with Moderna, 1.2% with Johnson & Johnson, and by less than 1% with Pfizer. Meaning after you receive the vaccine, on average, you are 99% just as likely to get COVID. This raises three questions. By getting a vaccine, how would you be helping other people? If you have natural immunity, as 50% of the population likely does, why would you still be required to get the vaccine? And if the vaccine doesn't stop the spread, why would you need a vaccine passport? Once you've applied a moment of critical thinking, you'll find anyone advocating these requests is either uninformed, irrational, or has an ulterior motive for suggesting everyone should be vaccinated. Let's summarize this by crunching a few official numbers. The Pfizer NNV is 117, meaning 117 people need to be vaccinated to prevent one COVID case. That's to prevent a COVID case, not a COVID death. Since the median survival rate of the virus itself is 99.86, that means 999 out of 1,000 cases survive. So you would need to prevent 1,000 cases to prevent one death. That means you would need to vaccinate 117,000 people to save one life. By the first half of 2021, about 134 million people in America have been fully vaccinated. So far, 10,355 people have died in the first six months of 2021 in the U.S. alone. That means 56 people a day are dying immediately after receiving the vaccine. Due to underreporting, that actual number of deaths is likely significantly higher and officials and CDC whistleblowers estimated to be at 51,800. But we'll continue with the officially released numbers. 134 million people vaccinated divided by 10,355 official deaths from the vaccine results in 12,940. This means COVID vaccines kill at a minimum one out of every 12,940 people that are vaccinated. So if you vaccinate 117,000 people to save one life, 9.04 people would die from the vaccine. When you average all the age groups, you find that you are 904% more likely to die from the COVID vaccine than for it to save your life. That's bad enough with the official deflated numbers. With a more likely estimate of 51,800 deaths, that means you are 4,520% more likely to die from a COVID vaccine than to be saved by one. And the likelihood of developing a lifelong debilitating disease is even greater. That's what you call thinning the herd. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not saying that this is what I, Jim on Ignore the Ramp, believes, uh, but psyops are everywhere. So you don't, eventually, you're not going to know what to believe no matter who's saying it. And I think in the end, that's actually where they want you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. And now whether everything that guy just said is 100% true and people don't want that getting out there, that's one way to look at it. Or 
There's people out there spreading disinformation, making up tomfoolery numbers with bumfuck math. This guy obviously didn't learn Common Core. Duh. <laughs> so he's not trustworthy. And so that right there, that's a psyop, by God, I tell you what. You know, we're just to the point now where you can't believe anything, man. I of mean, course not. Even the even the rebuttal to uh to to anything. My he talks about three questions. I have I have four. I have a fourth. I have one question. Okay. Why? What what was the vaccine? <laughs> that that's that's my one question. That is my that's my one question that I would go all the way to the fucking top. What was what is this? What I've got really, that question already what since really, I got the Johnson and Johnson. What really <laughs> is this? You know, what is it really? I yeah. mean, it's not it's obviously not a for COVID. It's for something though. I mean, so I don't know. What is it? Yeah. Nobody hey, knows. Hey, I'm not here to answer questions. I'm hey, just here yeah. to let you know what the questions are. Yeah, that's my question. And then you can take it, run with it, don't. Drop it, leave it, take it, whatever, man. That's my question, and I wish somebody'd tell me. <laughs> but I'm going to write a strongly worded letter to my congressman. <laughs> to my congressman, yes. <laughs> you best better answer up. All right. Well, that about does it for this round of ranting. Uh, we'll all be in North Carolina, scooting around, enjoying some metal music out in the field. Ooh, maybe, maybe on Monday... When we get back, if everybody's, uh, you know, capable, yeah, we can run one. Well, and I'm going to, obviously, I'm going to have my phone with me. And if I meet interesting, if I run into interesting people, I will, uh, I'll try to see if I can get some interviews in the field uh, with <laughs> some of the more, interviews. with some of the more interesting characters that I'm hoping we run into. So, Actually, fingers crossed. I do have a question, uh, Doug. Um how many people are supposed to be at the soiree? Do you have any idea? Mm, could be anywhere from 500 to 15, somewhere around there. I don't know. Nice. All right. Yeah. So out of that, hopefully there's at least three real I mean, bizarre you, you, fuckers. You're talking about 19 bands, dude. Yeah. And, and, and the weather looks pretty fucking good for our day. Uh, Saturday, I'm kind of worried about. <laughs> I'm a little worried right now. It depends. Because it's showing rain all week up there. And it ending on Friday, but Ooh. but you know how fronts fucking stall and all that mm-hmm. kind of shit. So it might you know go into Saturday, but there, every every weather forecast I'm looking at says our day Sunday is golden. I'm gonna bring my mud boots either way. Yeah, it's gonna be muddy. All right, <laughs> that's sweet. I'm gonna, gonna fall on my ass. <laughs> well, that's inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely gonna be wet. So uh, I guess uh, fuck. Next time you hear us, we'll have an answer for, was it muddy? Yes, was it muddy? <laughs> and uh, uh, and if you get, if you know if anybody out there gets a chance, go to uh, stumblewitch.com and uh, buy our CD. If you buy a CD, you get a free digital version of the CD also. Ba-boom. Yeah. Or you can just get a digital version. Yeah, whatever fits either, fancy. E- either one. Or you can just buy single songs on there. Look at you. Yeah. We, Man of we, the people. We got it all. We got it all. <laughs> and get a t-shirt while you're there. But yeah, so uh, I guess that's it for this week. Ignore the rant. Signing off. True you. Out. <laughs>